0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Fix Work. I'm Lori Rudiman. Many of you know I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I've lived here since 2008. And if I never have to move again, that would be fine by me. One of the crowning jewels in the life here in North Carolina is the NC State Fair. I've lived in a lot of places. I've bounced around a lot. I've even lived abroad. And up until the time I moved down to Raleigh, I had never been to a state fair. I mean, I've been to carnivals and thrown up on the tilt-a-whirl and all that kind of stupid stuff, but I'd never been to an event where the entire community, and I mean everybody, comes together for over a week and eats crazy food and rides rides and listens to music and just basically hangs out together and does a lot of people watching. I mean, it is just an interesting, interesting experience. The NC State Fair is an interesting intersection of agriculture, industry, artistry, and high-fat, high-fructose corn syrup food. On today's episode of Let's Fix Work, I'm talking to Heather Overton. She's the Assistant Director of Communications for the NC State Press Office and our go-to concierge for the NC State Fair. How does this event come together? What's it all about? Why do people keep coming back? What makes the NC State Fair so special? If you like fried food and livestock competitions and giant pumpkins and landscape exhibits and slushies and pineapple dole whip, you're going to love this episode of Let's Fix Work.
1: Work is broken and so is the way you think about it. Host Lori Rudiman is picking up the pieces so you can take control of your career, put yourself first and be your own HR. I have worked for the fair since I've been out of school. I started as an intern and I did take a couple of years off to stay home, but I've been back now since 2013 and I love the fair and I love my job. The NC State Fair is the largest event in North Carolina. It's actually one of the largest fairs in the country. You know, it's something that everybody looks forward to. It's family tradition. It's what happens in October if you live in North Carolina. It's just something that it's special for different reasons for different people, you know. Sometimes it's the food, sometimes it's the ride, sometimes it's just, hey, I did this when I was a young child, and now I get to bring my kids and they get to do the same thing. Our record year was in 2010, we had 1,091,000. Last year we didn't get quite there, but last year was sort of historic. We had Tropical Storm Michael come through and we actually remained closed the first day of the fair, which is very unusual. It's never happened before. The other days we had strong attendance and looking at the calendar, it looks like the weather might be good for this year. It's definitely fair weather and hopefully it'll remain cooler for the run of the fair because, you know, that's the kind of fair weather you expect. Not cold, but definitely not 90 degrees, which we had a couple of weeks ago. And I kept looking at the calendar. I was like, "Okay, Mother Nature, the fair's coming. We've got to cool down just a little bit. This year, we have a lot of new grounds entertainment. The grounds entertainment is also the free entertainment that we offer at the fairgrounds. This is when you're walking around enjoying your food and the rides and you might see stilt walkers. This year, we have Giraffe and her zookeeper, which will be walking around. We have a pirate riding a parrot. And then we have a steel drum band that'll be playing in front of Dorton Arena. We have Stilt Circus, uh, more stilt walkers. And we have a Paul Bunyan lumberjack show. And more. When you walk around the fairgrounds, these are things that you can enjoy for free. The kids like them. One of the things that my children, when they were younger, loved was the fire safety show. That will be back again this year. Different fire stations from across the state come in, like usually a different one every day, and they bring their puppets and their shows, and they draw big crowds, especially for the younger set. Our philosophy is that the NC State Fair should showcase the best of North Carolina. And one of the ways that we reflect that is through our exhibits, our Blue Ribbon winners, our art show, everything that we have out here, our food, the cakes. You know, they all showcase North Carolina talent. And we changed several years ago to where our music, our music series also reflects North Carolina talent. We have three stages. Over those three stages, we have, I think, 70 different bands or performers. We have a Heritage Circle stage, which is more along the lines of bluegrass. This year on that stage, we actually, one of the interesting shows that we have is Kyle Petty and David Childers, which Kyle Petty is a race car driver. Or he was, he's getting into music. And you know, the way connections work, they were actually introduced through the manager for the Avid brothers. And they've done like 15 shows together, and they'll do five shows on the Heritage Circle stage on Tuesday. You never know what kind of talent you're going to see. We have the waterfall stage, which is everything from seriously heavy metal to rock to jazz to Christian. It's just we post the schedule. Where Heritage Circle, it's the same band, usually for five performances, Heritage Circle changes all day long. So you really don't know what you're going to expect. We do have some people that travel from out of state to come here, but I really think that it is a reflection of people and communities that you see within the state. I mean, everyone loves the fair. And if you come out here, you might love it for different reasons than your neighbors, but you know, you might be coming for a the crazy foods that we have, or you might be coming for the Charlie Daniels concert. Earlier this week, we posted something on our Facebook page and, you know, sometimes we even get surprised at the number of shares and the number of comments that it gets. This one was about monster truck rides, which we will be offering in the grandstand the last weekend. So there is a lot of people in North Carolina that are crazy excited about the possibility of riding in a monster truck. There is an additional fee charge, but there will be a monster truck here the last weekend that you can that you can ride in. And, you know, it's crazy. I mean, it was a lot of excitement about it. I didn't know that there was that many people in our state that would be into that, but there is. I to admit that i kind of want to get on the monster truck (laughs) on the second thursday of the fair it's october 24th we have a large fundraiser for the food bank and you can gain entry into the fair with six cans of food and all of it's donated to the food bank of eastern north carolina it is one of their largest it's probably is their largest canned food day we have great participation over the years we've actually Last year, we went past the 5 million mark on the number of cans that have been donated since we've started having Food Lion Day. Even a couple of years ago, I was checking on this when we were getting ready to prepare a lot of our publications. I think that in 2014, we had 11 new things, which was, you know, we were excited about. We promoted it. This year, we have probably more than several dozen new food items coming to the fair. Everything from savory jerk chicken rice bowls to deep fried olives to campfire on a stick. And then, of course, our winner for our media lunch this year was Dole Whip. You know, I think that probably most people recognize it from Disneyland. and But we do have a vendor that will be offering it this year. He's been a vendor at the fairgrounds since 2014. And, you know, he already has long lines. Because he sells those big pineapple drinks and everybody wants to walk around. I mean, I've done it, too. I've gone and gotten a big pineapple drink to walk around with and he will be serving the doll Whip inside of the hollowed out pineapples. So and they do. They look delicious. He cried when he won because he knew he was excited and he was excited that he was bringing something to the fair that seemed to get a lot of attention and that people really wanted to try and they liked Chef's Delight, which is bringing the Chickenator, is from Greensboro. It's a chicken sandwich on a honey bun. So, you know, I'm just saying that we just had the Chicken Sandwich Wars, and we do have our own versions out here that that would be good to come and try. We have the Cool Runnings, which is the Jerk Chicken place. And the Jerk Chicken actually won our media day last year. They're from Raleigh, and they take off time to come work at the fair. King's, which is another longtime vendor, they're from Johnston County. Fat Boys Barbecue, which is actually a brand new vendor this year. What they're offering has a cool name. It's called the Hoho, Ho Ho, which, of course, is a tribute to where they're from, which is Johnston County. And it's a brisket inside of a jalapeno deep fried. That's one of the things I like about the media lunch is that I, could, I do get to try a couple of things and, and talk about them. And that one was a good one. We're excited. You know, he is a new vendor that we have out here this year. The state fair is run by the Department of Agriculture. And its roots are in agriculture. This is ultimately a celebration of North Carolina's number one industry. And it is, agriculture is still a a big deal in North Carolina. And we have the giant pumpkins. We have, this year, our apples and sweet potato exhibits are crazy. And we have livestock shows. We have horse shows. You know, and that's still a very important part of the fair. It is the backbone of the fair. The NC State Fair is a division of the Department of Agriculture, and the fairgrounds is a year-round operation. We have about 500 other events that happen in addition to the fair. That's when we lease the buildings. This would be for, like, the Greek Festival or the Southern Ideal Home Show or the cat shows. And, of course, every weekend there's the flea market. And then they all clear out, and then the fair sets up. You know, we do have the Division of Cultural Resources. We do have the Wildlife Resource Commission. We do have Prevent Blindness NC. We have support from a lot of other groups in North Carolina that come and help us put the fair on. We have a lot on 300 acres. We do offer plenty of free parking. And one thing that we're really excited about is we have a new parking lot over off of Reedy Creek and Edwards Mill. And there's lots of parking spots there. And you take a shuttle to the fairgrounds. So you could park there and grab the shuttle and you're dropped off at Gate 8. We also have park and ride options from Triangle Town, Cary Town. And there's a couple of other places that we list on our website. Like my mom's coming out here Friday. And they don't drive out here anymore. They decide that, oh, no, we'll just park at Triangle Town Center and take the bus. Because honestly, you're dropped off at gate one. So it's almost like at the fair's like literal front door. So, I mean, it's to me, it's a great way to get here. We do plan the fair year round. We usually start looking at our advertising treatments and sign treatments and colors like in the wintertime. We have people that go and look at entertainers even before then. It's November and December. We're looking for possible entertainers to bring to the fair. There is a lot of work that goes into it, and it is year-round. And we also evaluate what worked and what didn't work when it comes to events. We have group meetings where, you know, we put up whiteboards and write down what we liked, what we didn't like, what might need to be changed for the next year, because we're all very proud of the fair. One of the things that we ultimately want to do is keep improving it. We put people at the gates and ask questions would be, how did you get here? What's your favorite thing? And that's how we know definitively that people's favorite thing is the food. Because we've asked that question, why do you come to the fair? You know, one of the main reasons is to eat. A couple of years ago, we started partnering where we have a sanction show with the Giant Vegetables Commonwealth, and they bring even more giant pumpkins in, which is fun. The show's today, and we all get a little bit excited about it, too. It's, it's very interesting to watch them move a giant pumpkin. They use a crane and they have like straps and they strap it and you move it very carefully because one thing you don't want to do is bust someone's giant pumpkin. I like to tell stories and I like to point out things that people maybe on the surface wouldn't know when they come out here. Maybe about some of our competition winners, a little bit of background about our food vendors or expert tips on how to enjoy the fair. Come early in the week and come early in the day. Historically, Thursday and Friday are two of our lower attended days. The last weekend is crazy. And that's my main advice is if you are coming to the fair You know, come early. Don't wait till the last minute because people watching is always fun and I enjoy it too. But you know, you'll have more room to move around, probably less lines if you enjoy the fair the first half. Competitive exhibits are blue ribbon winners. They would be the the cake competitions, the jelly competitions, the 4 H competitions, FFA. We have our horticultural exhibits that's the giant pumpkins, the giant watermelons. We have garden displays. We have commercial sweet potatoes where they have to set up their box. That Like I said, tons of entries for that this year. Our apples. We also have beads and honey. We have our sale of champions, which is happens the first weekend. The fair has where we sell what would be considered grand champions from our shows. And that money goes to youth scholarships. We've given out quite a lot over the years that we've done it. And, you know, we're kids that grew up competing at the fair can use that money for higher education. That helps us, too, because one thing that we do know, especially in agriculture, because like I said, with the Department of Agriculture running this, we know from what we see that we need young people in agriculture. And we hope that the kids that are growing up in our livestock barns where they're here competing, they have a completely different fair experience than someone's kids that come that don't compete. And the kids who are associated with the village of yesteryear, the crafters that are in there, you know, they're having a completely different fair experience than the livestock kids. It's just, you know, the the best way to think of the fair is that when it's in town, it's a city. There's a lot of different things that are going on and a lot of different activities and just like any pretty good-sized city in North Carolina. Maybe you think you don't like fairs. I would suggest that you come out and give it a try. If you come every year, then what I do, and I do this still, I have, I've been to the fair most of my life. I grew up coming when I was younger. I always try to find one thing that I've never done and I've always been able to. If you look and I said, I've never done that. And then I make sure that that's what I, you know, this year it might be the monster truck. but (laughs) Last year it was the old time photo. I had never done that. So I said, you know what? That's what I'm going to do this year. Before we get off, I should mention that the new thing we have at the fair this year is we have the largest traveling Ferris wheel in the United States. It's 155 feet tall, which is, if you're familiar with our Dorton Arena, is 62 feet taller than that. It's actually one of the first things that was set up because it does require an 80-ton crane to set up, and it comes in on 12 semi-trucks. It's one of the first things that we set up, so we've been watching the lights all week long, and it's almost like a beacon sitting out there on Hillsborough Street saying, come to the fair, come to the fair. You come to the fair this year, you're one of the first people in North Carolina to get on the Ferris wheel.
0: Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Heather Overton at the NC State Fair. Now, if you like what you heard or want to learn more about the NC State Fair, you can head on over to laurierudeman.com forward slash let's fix work dash 81. And remember, the fair is still open all this week. So there's time for you to go, time for you to enjoy it and make sure you get one of those chicken sandwiches on a honey bun for me because I can't eat that, but maybe you can. Let's Fix Work was recorded live at the NC State Fairgrounds in Raleigh, North Carolina, right off of Hillsborough Street. Come on down, come visit me. We'd love to have you. And produced by Danny Osmond at Emerald City Productions. If you like what you hear or have any suggestions, hit us up via email at hello at letsfixwork.com. Now that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Let's Fix Work. If you're ready to
1: make a real change in your workplace, start today by number one, subscribing to Let's Fix Work on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes or Stitcher or Android or wherever you listen. Number two, write a five-star rating and review. And number three, share it with a friend, colleague, or coworker who you think would enjoy our episodes.